George Benson, eh? Cool Chick says she likes George Benson. Cool Chick's doing our social media for us today. We've taken a video of the studio. We've decided that Ben takes very big steps. So what are we? It's so the studio is between five and six meters. All right, so we say that between five. It's we could probably get the engineers on the phone <laughs> on a Saturday night. Uh, but the studio is between five and six meters, and we're going to talk to Kotze. He's on the line now. Uh, we're going to get Kotze McQuenna on the line. We're going to have a chat with him. By the way, just a quick update on the football for you. Bayern Munich lead five goals to two against Eintracht Frankfurt. Five goals to two. That is in the 84th minute. So six minutes still to play there. Bayern Munich five, Eintracht Frankfurt two. If it stays as it is, Bayern Munich will lead by four points over Borussia Dortmund. All right, let's talk to Kotze McQuenna. South African athlete specializes, it says here, in long jump and triple jump. Uh, I think triple jump's the big thing. But Kotze, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate it. We were just looking. We we're measuring, and we're going to post a video. We we're measuring the length of the studio here, yeah. and you could jump depending on who's measuring the studio. You could jump the studio twice, and you would, <laughs> and you would still be flying. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what's your What's your distance? To the eight point five, right? Eight. Yeah, eight fifty. Eight five zero. Eight five zero. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. That's a long way. Do you do you realize how? Do you, does it feel like you're flying when you're doing that, or is it just so such a technical sport? Yeah, it is. It's actually uh, it's so technical that you know that that flight that that moment goes so quickly that mm. you know uh, before you realize that you're hitting the ground. <laughs> so you actually you, you you kind of enjoy the flight in your head more than you actually enjoy <laughs> <laughs> physically. You know. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you're a triple jumper now. Is that your thing? Yes, yes, yes. I'm. Uh, I switch. I switch to triple jump because you know, uh, triple jump. Uh, it's, it's a quite uh, technical event. So mm. the, the old, the older you get, the, you you can you you can hang on. You know, you can you can jump up. You can jump all the way to maybe age thirty nine, forty years. Or some oh, wow. go. So with with the long jump, it's it's quite a short span, you know. Oh. I mean, at the age of thirty one, thirty two, you at your highest peak, but also also depending from athlete to athlete, you know. So, um, uh, the next season, obviously, I'll be using the long jump just to strengthen my triple jump. So oh. I, I just do it for for the sake of just getting stronger in, into the game with 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 the triple jump, but. It, it will not be as competitive as I used to be when I was uh, in, in, my, in my prime with right. that. Yeah. I was going to say, if long jump is a technical sport, triple jump must be three times as hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> triple jump is not an easy sport. Because if I remember correctly, John, when I started with the triple jump, I was still in high school. But mm. I was not so strong that, you know, I was, I was very skinny. I'm skinny now, but I was quite skinny in, <laughs> in high school. Mm. So we decided... Uh, to put it away after the Commonwealth Games in 2006 when I got the silver mm. and I resumed it again in 2015 2014 that is before the Commonwealth Games when I got the gold in yeah. Glasgow I want to talk <laughs> I know it's terrible for me to even try and compare my triple jump experience with Kotsa McQuenna's <laughs> triple jump experience but I was yeah. uh, just like you you know you, you do it in high school and you, know, you were it was an inter-school event and they said John come do triple jump yeah because reasons I can't remember why and I started and I did the I didn't reach the sand <laughs> I did I did the triple jump I didn't hit the sand that's how bad I was 
It happens a lot, but I've seen, I've seen, I've seen that so much. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not a nice thing to, to watch. It's not because you <laughs> land and you land on concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that's never happened to me. <laughs> I've so, seen a few of my friends do that. <laughs> Obviously, high school. Where did it start? High school, primary school. Is that where it all began? Yeah, actually, uh, my sporting, my sporting passion actually started in primary school. You know, all the way in in, in Heidelberg. And uh, I was actually a high jump. I never thought I was going to be a triple jump or, or a long jump either. Mm-hmm. I was just a high jump, and I had so much passion with the high jump. I went to the world world youth with high jump, and I was fifth in the world at, at, in world youth at the world youth event with the high jump. Mm-hmm. But then immediately, immediately the next year, I decided to drop the, the high jump and just do the high, and do the long jump. <laughs> so yeah, it started in, in primary school. That's it's such a different sport. The one is all about, as you say, style and technique. Long jump, you need that sprinting start, don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely correct. It's a, you have to have a combination of, of speed when you're doing the, mm. the, the, the long jump because uh, it helps you it, it get a little bit of a, a much, much longer distance. Mm. But it's speed. Speed is very crucial. But you enjoyed gymnastics as well, didn't you? Yeah, in primary, in, in primary actually, and uh, Maybe uh, two years into high school as well, I did a lot of gymnastics, and that was fun. You know, I was doing a lot of those jumping uh, exercises within the gymnastics. I remember my gymnast teacher in primary school uh, when she saw that I had so much talent and and I had so much spring. You know, she Mm -hmm. then made me try the high jump, and actually, that's when everything unfolded. Do you think you could have gone on in gymnastics? Uh. I'm not sure because, geez, you know, it's uh, you, you, if the guys that are doing gymnastics are not so tall and, and so stiff like yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> not skinny, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> not skinny, that's for sure, yeah. Chatting to Kutsum Aquinas, South African athlete, and we're going to talk to him about what it's like in lockdown and what it's like with all the Olympic Games and things being moved around. All of that's still ahead. Sport Tracks on SAFM with John Kariga. With John, 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 John Kariga. Chatting to Kotsa McQuenna, South African athlete, a triple jumper, triathlete, and as you heard, uh, t- t- triple jumper and long jumper, and as you heard, high jumper as well. Uh, Kotsa, are you going, or where, did you have plans to go to the Olympic Games this year? Yes, absolutely. You know, this, I was, the plan was to uh, start my European campaign right about right, round about right now. <laughs> and to try and get that Olympic number five, which have been, which would have been my, my, uh, last one you know the first one for the the closing chapter so yeah yeah it uh, was it was the plan john it was the plan and what now and now obviously you know because this is this is something that i i have to do for myself you know i've always wanted to be uh the athlete that achieves five olympic games in mm. a row so I'll, i'm still i'm training i'm training right now so I'll, I'll definitely be pushing for it until it gets next year when it comes back i'll i'll take my chances for the last time how and explain to me i mean I, I have no idea what it's like explain to me where somebody like you who would want to peak at a certain time of the day on a certain day so that you know you can jump how has this thrown your life in up in up in the air uh, it's a uh, oof. It's it's actually a crazy challenge because in in order for 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 an athlete uh, like myself to to be able to peak at the right time, mm. it 
all starts when, when, when the athletic season ends, right? And that is around about September, okay? So you take, you take like a two-week, three-week break where you just forget the sports and just, you know, do nothing yeah. in, in terms of sports. And then after three weeks, uh, from October until January, that's the time actually you, you, you start working hard, you know, uh, putting back what you need, uh, need to, putting everything back into the bank, you know, like your body, and so that it can give you the output that you need from May until September. But if you miss that period, uh, that October to January, if you miss that period, it's going to be quite difficult to, to actually peak at the right time. Mm. Very difficult. Mm. So, okay, so what do you do now? Do you just hold, hold steady and just stay fit and do what you can? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right now, uh, holding really steady. I mean, uh, especially when they said w- when we were allowed to go outside mm. to to run from six until nine. You know, I tried to use that time to to find some uphill street around half past <laughs> six in the morning and just mm. sprint up the hill and do a couple of uh, jumps up the hill. You know, uh, just before nine o'clock, I would be done. You're not lucky enough to have a, a long jump pit in your backyard, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the agent. Although I thought about going to sneak into the stadium, but you know, I thought it's not worth it. <laughs> you know. But, yeah. uh, I was just having a look now quickly, and uh, not a hundred percent into the the research. But you, you were talking about your fifth Olympic Games. Only fifty three athletes have managed to be able to do that. Thirty nine men in the history of the Olympic Games. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there are other sports like equestrian and shooting, which is not as Correct. physically taxing. But uh, yeah. to, you would be one of only 53 people on the planet to be able to just go to five games. That must make you feel pretty good. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, that's actually that's the correct step. So right. I'll, probably, I'll probably be the, the 40th man to do it. Right. So I think, you know, it's a, I think it's, it's a big achievement, you know, for someone to, to go. I mean, these it's taxing to do to do this every season, you know, in, to your body, you know, to work so hard and train so hard and stay motivated and stay disciplined, you know, to take the challenges. Mm. It's, it's not an easy thing, but uh, for me to be able to, to reach that point, I think that's amazing. How do, you, how do you keep fit? How do you keep motivated? I think what's important for me, what keeps me motivated and really hungry to go are the goals that I set, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like I've set the goal to go to the fifth Olympic Games. I think that's that's the drive, that's the challenge. But if in, you know, if if I don't set the goal, then I'm unable to, mm. to train hard every day. You know, to wake up and just to go there, just be like, you know what? I just want to go and train hard and, and do this thing so that I can achieve the goal. But, so I think that's what's keeping me going. The fact that I, I I I I'm setting the goals and I'm just working towards that. What sort of support do you have? Depends what you mean. You know, you mean like moral support, like uh, family saying yeah, yeah. Or are you talking that real support? <laughs> uh, let, you know? Let's talk about let's talk about moral support first. Yeah, you know, I think uh, in terms of moral support, I think uh, with me, with the family, everything is it's it, it's there. You know, uh, my my family believes in me, and uh, I believe in myself. The people around me, you know, that's that's my squad that keeps me going. You know. So, so I think that 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 has always been balanced and in check since uh, since high school, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how are you doing financially? It's tough, I have to say, because uh, we 
professional athletes like us, we, we depend on competitions. Mm. You know, we depend on going uh, overseas, competing in the Diamond Leagues, competing at the World Athletics Grand Prix uh, to be able to uh, to get that finance going. But obviously, this pandemic has actually uh, crippled almost all all the industries. Mm. You know, mm. it's it's really difficult and. Uh, the fact that at least the the, the government uh, has came up with with some structures to support us a little bit, it's 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 helping. But you know, it's uh, of course we 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 can't say oh we want more, we want more. There are people that are not even getting anything. Mm. If, if you understand what I'm saying, sure. so. But I mean, the country is crippled, and I think the best thing we can do is to stay positive and hope this thing just just goes off. Hopefully. If, if it's not going to be a, a, a norm thing to have in this world. Yeah, you've you got to keep on keeping on, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and are you in contact with, with other, I don't want to say teammates, but other competitors, friends, people that you've been training with? And do you, do you stay in touch and keep motivated that way as well? Yeah, we stay in touch. And uh, we do have uh, some sessions that uh, we, we that our coach is passing around each other, you know, as I mean... Um, to train that my training partners and, and other top athletes, we we are in touch. You mm. know, um, speak about how are things going. Are you at least doing something at home? Because if you never you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You might wake up tomorrow, everything's back to normal. You might mm. wake up tomorrow, everything is worse. You <laughs> yeah. know, so so you never know. But yeah, we. We keep we keep in touch. We keep in touch. Yeah. All right, Kotsa Makwana, we got a WhatsApp voice note for you. Let's take that. There's probably a question for you. Yeah. I Tsepo, I'm in hot. So thank you very much for your talent. I just want to know why, how, why the 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 athlete from Kenya and Ethiopia are dominating. The Comrade Marathon, I mean, or the Long Distance Marathon. I want to know what is their secret. Thank you. <laughs> you know the answer to that, Kotso? Yeah, well, I think I know a little bit of, of, of that answer. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know much about long distance and, and, and the marathons. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> mainly, I think it's just the, obviously, besides the technical stuff, like the, the high attitude and all that kind of stuff that the Kenyan have advantage of. But also, they have uh, an advantage of... Um, being able to run ever since they were born, <laughs> if I may put it that way. You know? right. They they run to every places, you know. I think for them that has been, running has has been a mode of transport for them. So, uh, I mean, you find the top athletes in Kenya, it's not those who lived in the cosmopolitan cities, but mm. it, it's those who lived in the villages and their mode of transport was running, you know. And so that, that stayed and growed in their genes and I think that's why they're so dangerous. But, um, I mean, that's one of the reasons that, that I can state from, from the outset. Yeah, also it's got something to do with the altitude as well. That's yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the hemoglobin in their blood is different from ours, which is fantastic as well. Uh, yeah. uh, let, speaking of altitude and things, what is better to jump? Is it better to jump at altitude or down at the coast? For uh, so us, jumping, oof. I actually, I've never even thought about that because <laughs> I, I, I've been able to perform well at, at altitude as well as at the coast. Right. And but inland, right? Ah, I don't know really. I don't know for jumpers, it, it's it's tricky. <laughs> you might have a good day, might have a terrible day. 
<laughs> okay, so it, yeah. it it comes down. To, I, I want to talk about the, the the preparation as well. Let's let's talk about the technicalities of of a long a triple jump event. All right, yeah. um, you you get there and what are you given a tape measure and you mark out your run up. How to tell it? Talk us through. You walked into the stadium. What do you do? Yeah. So the best thing to do is always keep your own measuring tape. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you never know whose tape you are using, and if it has been cut two meters short or no. ten centimeters, you never know. You know, <laughs> so always, always have your own measuring tape. Right. Um, get to the track, uh, in, into the stadium arena, and, and you measure uh, your me- measurement from the board until where you're going to uh, begin your takeoff, and mm-hmm. and and that's and, and just get started from there. How accurate med- is that to yeah. the centimeter? Excuse me? Is that to the centimeter? In other words, you are yeah. X amount of meters, 25 centimeters away from the board. Yeah, 100%. It, it has to be exactly the same every time. Like, uh, it cannot, if, if, if it's one centimeter off, mm-hmm. it means you, you're going to uh, present a foul for one centimeter on, on, on sure. the board. So it has to be exactly the same. And that means you have to run the same. I was going to say, how do you do that? <laughs> practice <laughs> <laughs> practice all the time every day <laughs> how, do, how do you get to the olympic games practice my boy practice, practice. Yeah. <laughs> gotta drill it in drill it in so that's in that's what you do you know that your distance and you've you've done that a thousand millions of times yeah. Yeah, and you know that that's your distance yep 100 percent. and okay. uh sometimes it can change mm. you know sometimes you feel a little bit stronger but then you're gonna have to change the run up there Okay. In the field, you know, we have to test it out before the competition starts. Obviously, you get a few run-throughs to test everything, mm. and and your coach, yourself, and coach will decide. Okay, we're gonna add one meter because I feel a little bit strong, and then you test it out. If it works, you hit it. Okay. If if your first jump and you 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 hit the foul line, do you yeah. move your runner back or do you adjust the runner? I don't, uh, because it, it could be I, I don't I, I don't move the mark in, in in the first attempt because it could be. Maybe I'm feeling a bit nervous. Mm. Maybe I'm, I'm feeling nervous, so it, uh, the nerves uh, stops me from uh, placing my foot in the right way and extending uh, the meters and, and, and how my uh, biorhythm is while I'm running. Yeah. So I, I don't change it. I just get myself in, in, in the state where mentally I'm, I'm, I'm just hungry to compete, and then that changes, you know. So sometimes a lot of athletes make that mistake when with their first run, and they change it, and then... Their whole competition is just a mess. Yeah, yeah, because then they're just correcting. The feelings, yeah, they're correcting corrections almost. Correct. All right. Correct. Uh, yeah. Kotso, there's two things that I don't understand about triple jumpers: is the socks. <laughs> what is yeah. it about the long socks and triple jumpers? <laughs> Actually, the socks thing with me it started when I was still in. I saw it first from. Um, a lot of people think I saw it from the soccer, and I just—it's the style that I wanted to use in track and field. No, it, it's not from—I I didn't get it from soccer. I got it from actually uh, when I was still a high jumper, watching um, the former high jump record holder of, of South Africa, uh, Jack Freitag. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was—he he used to wear the long socks. Mm. Well, he got—he got that from soccer because uh, okay. the Sundowns team gave him the long socks. You know, he went. <laughs> he was friends with. with some of the players there and he got the socks and he started jumping with the long socks. It became like a style thing, mm. you know? And so I adopted that and then I got my own. I started using a glove, a hand glove. 
Um, and then that was the thing. It's just like a style thing, you know. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> little, magic to it. <laughs> little Michael Jackson in there. Yeah, put a little bit of, you know, <laughs> Waku Jack. And then the second thing is the slow hand clap before the run-up. How important is that? That's really nice. You know, it's uh, the hand clap has to do with how you are feeling. You know, uh, you really want that motivation from the from the ground stand, from the the fans. You know, to give you that that sort of like uh, 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 that that vuma. You know, mm. that uh, that that rhythm that you're going and that attention. You know, it, it gives you that that attention to go and, and do better. Sometimes I don't want it. Sometimes I'll ask the, if they start clapping without me asking. Ask them to keep quiet. Mm. I know it doesn't sound right, but you know. Sometimes you just want to be in, in the zone and not have that. Mm. But sometimes you actually feel like, okay, I'm in the mood for this. I want this, you know. So, so it depends also. And I, I imagine every every track is different. But sometimes they put the the long jump pits on the other side of the field. Sometimes they put, they put them right yeah. in front of the crowd. Yeah. I guess yeah. that that affects your performance a little bit as well. As well. Yeah. If 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 the if the long jump pit is, is on the other side of other side of the main constant where where the hundred meter goes mm. it's on the other side oof it's 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 really boring and lonely <laughs> <laughs> you know unless the stadium is really huge and yeah. is is packed to full capacity mm. but small stadiums uh where the the grandstand is really uh, focused by the hundred meters and they threw us at the back end it's really lonely that side. <laughs> Kotso, it's been a, ch- a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for joining us and good luck through the lockdown and hopefully we'll see you Thank at you. that fifth Olympic Games next year. Absolutely so. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Kotso McQuenna, South African athlete, triple jumper, long jumper and high jumper. He's done a 2.10 uh, back in 2001. 2009, he did the eight and a half of a long jump and then the triple jump, 17.35. It's a national record. Set that in 2005. Uh, he was second at the Africa Champs a couple of years ago. He was first at the Africa Champs in 2014. Bronze medal at Africa Champs in Durban in 2016. Uh, hopefully, and then there was those World Indoor Champs. Remember that, 2008. And the Commonwealth Games, the gold medal at Glasgow back in 2014. It seems like just the other day. You are with SAFM. Our next guest coming up in a moment, freestyle football legend and Guinness World Record holder, Chris Njokwana. Going to talk to him in a moment.